0: All right, this is the Conversation, Cannabis, and Christianity podcast. This is me. My name is Miguel Torres, and I am your host, and our special guest is Allison Merton. And we had, a, we had a technical problem, so this is part two. This is part two of Allison's episode, and what we just finished talking about was the importance of encouragement in the face of adversity in this life and and how even though you're going through all this and you've been going through it for decades— you still make it a point to to try to get up and do what you can with your physical body, even though you're in pain. And before that, we were talking about belief systems and uh, and what you believed in and how you were raised with it. Yes. And then we were getting to the point where do you believe? What do you believe? Would uh, you believe that at, at, at the point of uh, you you do believe in a life after this life? Yes. Do you believe that there's some form of payment? Do upon death in this life?
1: You know what? I honestly, Miguel, hi back again. Hi, everybody. <laughs> but I did want to say that yes, I do believe we're all literally expected from above, from a our creator. To do something in this life, not just to sit and be a blob on the earth, but to actually get up, be active and do something, whether it be have a family and raise your family to the best ability that you have, or again, have a health issue like me that you continuously fight through or have a new health issue. I think the point, Miguel, is to never give up because again, there is something coming. And as I said, I feel, as I said earlier in the show, that everything I'm doing now is going to get me on to a better life in the next realm. And I've always felt that way. So I will 100% try my hardest to do everything to the best of my ability.
0: Right on, right on, Allison. Well, you you, it, it shows that you're very optimistic and that, that you don't quit. You keep going.
1: Never. <laughs>
0: Um, I want to ask you about what you're doing with advocacy for cannabis.
1: You bet. Actually, there's a lot going on still in Canada. Cannabis has been legal since 2018. We did a lot of work as medical patients. We had the first, again, medical program in 2001 that we fought in the courts for called Hitzig uh, versus Canada and Hitzig being the name of the man, the last name of the man who owned a dispensary who paid for the lawsuit. So that was a big lawsuit here in Canada. It's in Wikipedia. And I want everyone to know that, again, we will not stop from that day forward. We've been advocating for cannabis as medicine. But now, again, the world is starting to realize the the innocuous... uh, Um, almost benign benign effects from cannabis. Yes, there are people who have problems. If you have an addictive personality, you will be addicted to anything such as cannabis. But at the same time, like I said, I do believe that people, again, should push for what they believe in. And I, therefore, again, I'm looking forward to the next realm to see what work I can do there to make Even things, even better than I've already done.
0: What do you, what do you, what are your thoughts and beliefs about the next realm?
1: Oh, I know there is a next realm. I know that for a fact. My father's been weighing down my left shoulder since he passed in 1993, always in my ear. (laughs) So I believe honestly that whether it's reincarnation or whether it's something else, and you just literally might end up. Who knows? Even on another planet. Who knows? You really don't know. None of us have these answers, and that's what makes it so exciting. When you think about it, you could be anywhere you could ever imagine.
0: Space and time. You space bet. Time, right? The lack you of bet. it. The lack of space you and lack bet. of time. They're doing Again,
1: no parameters, Miguel. Yeah. Think outside the about. box.
0: I understand. I understand what you're thinking of there. I do. I really do. You bet. How
1: do you feel, my friend? What's that? Yeah. How do you feel? About what? About is there something that you need to do in this life to make it to the next realm? Or do you feel there is a next realm?
0: So I believe (laughs) that Christ is who he says he is and that he loves me the way he says he loves me. You bet he
1: does. She does. When God created man, Miguel, she was only joking. You know that, do you? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I get it. I get it. I know. You know I'm, I, you know, I, I understand. I understand uh, the, <laughs> I, mean, I, get it, I know. Um, what was I saying? Uh, uh you asked me, uh, Oh yeah. So therefore, so here's the thing. So when I die, there's nothing I can pay because I mean, if I look at the new covenant and the old covenant, it's clear that there's nothing I can do to pay for anything towards salvation nothing towards that right so i'm not talking about a mission in life or i'm not talking about like abilities and gifts right. i'm just talking about like salvation where if nobody qualifies right then somebody comes along and says you have a chance with me and there's nothing you can do to earn it the doing is believing and that's that stark difference has made a huge difference in how i've changed my mind about thinking and understanding Jesus. Because the way I was taught and the way many people are taught is he's like Santa Claus. He's counting all the good things and the bad things you do. And-
1: Interesting.
0: It, right? And these two things are right on top of each other. You have the birth, sure. of, the birth of the savior, savior of humanity maker and savior humanity and then you have the old covenant a representative of the old covenant right on top of it december 20th yes that's santa claus so then you have santa claus making liars out of parents and kids have you been good yes they know they haven't every no but nobody can say yes so we lie to ourselves and then we make our parent then we make parents lie too Oh, because uh, 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 we still, uh, uh, yeah, be, uh, 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 you've been, uh, uh, but then December 25th rolls around and there's tre- there's stuff underneath the tree, right? So obviously the parents are in that the kids didn't do anything wrong. But there's that understanding that, yeah, you did.
1: <laughs> you know what though, Miguel? I do believe at some point, and you obviously know the Bible much better than someone like myself, but I do believe that there is uh Not just room for repentance. Obviously, we can all repent and say, oh, but we didn't mean to. And we're sorry we did this. But at the same time, there's room for improvement, right? And what we have to, again, think about is the future and what's coming. So if Jesus Christ is in your future, then most definitely he will always be with you, right? And I, again, I can tell you a number of stories, Miguel, I'll mention one story of myself when I was again hospitalized when I couldn't walk and I ended up, this was the funniest thing, I had to go to the bathroom and it was the middle of the night and I had the bathroom was about a foot away from me but I couldn't walk so I couldn't get to the bathroom. So I was pulling on the bell for the nurse to come in the hospital room and I was just frantic. I was pulling the bell and all of a sudden this nurse comes running in my room and she stops dead at the foot of my bed. And she says, Alison? And I said, Tanya? And it turned out we'd met at a party the year before. She ended up getting me not only to the bathroom in time, thank goodness, (laughs) but we made a deal, excuse me, that that night From then on, when I was in the hospital, she would wheel me into the hallway at midnight when her shift was over, and all I asked her to do was put her walker in front of me so I could stand up every night from the first day I could not walk. So my point, again, is when you think about things like this, Jesus Christ, I'll guarantee you or somebody, some creator heard me call out to the universe when I needed help. And Tanya came running in and I ended up getting what I needed. I'm walking again today.
0: I get what you're talking about. You kind of like talk. I think you're talking about I think let me know if I'm right or wrong. But you are talking about appointed times in people's lives. Whether they're small or, I mean, like like this story right now, critical you at bet. the time. Critical. You needed that help, or else you're not going to get to the bathroom, and nobody wants to soil themselves. So that's critical at the time. But you can look back and go, "Yeah, I just had to go to the bathroom." But my point is this: is that large, medium, or small? It's funny how he comes to you. We are known, you know. We are known. I agree with you. So I get what you're saying there. I understand what you're saying. And yeah. uh, um, there's one other thing I was going to say. Um, you asked me what I thought. And I told you about the foundational difference about belief and whether or not anybody qualifies or can make themselves eligible to qualify.
1: Yes.
0: Okay. That's where I was going with that. Um, And that's why I think too many churches have become clubs where you have to now meet the requirements to get in. So you can meet another set of requirements to maintain and that is nowhere in the new covenant. And I know a lot of people will point to the old covenant and say, hey, this God was X, Y, and Z. You know, you, there's no shortage of adjectives to uh good and bad that people use to describe God in the old covenant, in the old testament, right? And I get it, I understand, but when you look at it, the old covenant is is recording. beginning of fallen world like the world was
1: not the best of times
0: correct it's fallen and it is falling and falling it's not getting better it's falling and uh and when i look at the 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 scripture it's clear and when i look around the world i mean i i i am an optimistic and and positive person most of the time everybody we all have our moments but most of the time right it's like you and this is what i'm saying this is what's pretty amazing about you, Allison, is that uh, you're in a severe amount of pain?
1: Uh,
0: right. That's and I can okay. see. I nobody can see what you're doing uh, right now, uh, but I can see that you're in pain right now, and you're but, you're, you're trying to, you know, uh, deal with the pain and also talk to me and understand me at the same time. And many people live like that, and it can severely but, it can severely turn somebody's life. Into the negative direction, but
1: it does not have to derail you.
0: I agree, and this is exactly it. And now, and this is and this is where this is where a lot of people run into the problem yeah. of evil or the problem of pain. You know, right. problem, one of the two. And and I you have, know you're
1: alive when you're in pain.
0: You. <laughs> Yeah, you, you do. Know when you're <laughs> you're laughing too. You also know when you're <laughs> live and you're laughing too.
1: Yeah. I have the most excruciating pain known to medicine called tick douloureux. Not only on one side of my face 24 hours a day, but on both sides of my face constantly. And I have since I was in my mid early 20s. And I'm 58. What, what so you... for 30 more than 34 years, 35, yeah. I don't even know how many, 37. I've been living with this pain in my face called Tick Dollaroo, again, known as the worst pain known to medicine, Miguel, but I have it bilaterally and also associated with multiple sclerosis. So Uh I knew that I better put on a good face when I was young, because I had a lot going on.
0: So that's, that's what I'm saying is like, you know what, the fact that people say, you know what, I I don't want to be, I don't want to be a jerk out in the front public with people. And you, do you want to pause?
1: no i'm totally okay pal (laughs) well and
0: and that's why i'm like it's amazing i'll put it this way my mother's in a lot of pain and i see god bless to 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 not want people to focus on her pain right because when people see you and they people see it's like wow that person Uh, hurts they're like i want to put their good foot forward and i want to enjoy and i don't want to talk about all that stuff right and But you can see
1: you can see what my family saw with me, though, Miguel, the same thing with your mother. And you're looking at it from a different perspective for someone like me personally. I don't think about that. I think about people who suffer more than I do. And I give my heart to them because they're struggling. I don't think I'm struggling. I even fought with my mom to use the word suffer or what I deal with when I came out to the media almost 27 years ago I literally would not say the word suffer and my mom said if you do not tell people you suffer they will never understand what you're dealing with so again you're coming at it from an inside perspective yeah, Miguel and I you're agree. seeing your mother and you're like my partner Gary he gets quite upset when I have rough days oh And I keep saying to him not to worry that it's also, it's all fleeting. It's even though I have it 24 hours a day, there are times when I actually can still smile and laugh. I have friends every day purposely who follow me, probably about a dozen friends a day just to make me laugh and just to hear me laugh. And I've said to Gary, often when I've been upset, you know, that has been the catalyst to me getting over the fact that I don't want to feel sorry for myself, right?
0: Amen. So again, Amen. it's
1: all an attitude. You're right. You're Amen right. is right.
0: So when I when I said that, hey, women, it, <laughs> and all that means is I agree. I, agree. I know. I, agree. I, <laughs> I got
1: nothing.
0: You should listen to uh, you should listen to an episode I did called Love.
1: I did. That okay, was good. fabulous, so, my so friend.
0: I think you understand that. that I I don't view. Men as greater than or le- women or less than. You it bet. Is. It's not that way.
1: We are all equal. I,
0: in, in the eyes of our Maker, yes. Now, in the eyes of other humans, that's where. Not,
1: yes. Right
0: now, these now I'm I'm kind of digressing. Is that another point to make? But but you make you bring up a good point. I mean, and a lot of people think about that, especially when they hear "Amen" hey, and you said "A hey, women." A lot of people go, "Oh yeah," and this is um. Oh, see, I digressed and I forgot my point now, Alice. I'm so sorry. (laughs) That's all right. That's all right. That's all right. Um, so basically, let me see if I can get it back here. So the 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 pronoun, yeah. So you listen to that one and and you get it. It's like God is it's it's we're we're all creation. We're all creation. Um so (laughs) now I think. Oh, it's good. It's good stuff when we do it. It's funny when we're doing it on recording, though. Yeah, we got to try to circle back around to maybe the original <laughs> content, and it's kind of like, dang, I forgot what it was. But we were talking about. Oh, you were asking me about what I believe, and that's what it was. And my focus is on you, and you asked me a question, and, and that's. Why, <laughs> I think that's why why I tripped up there. So, uh, so yeah, that's how I. That's how. I how do, do you it.
1: feel, Miguel, about all of these things about what comes after life? what's out there now that we're facing, what do you see? Do you see, do you think the world was designed by an intelligent person or intelligent designer, or was it created from something like the Bing bang theory?
0: Yeah. I think, I think that God is the one who kicked off the big bang. I think that, that that is, he's the only one that can create really when you, when you look at the scripture and and w- believe or not, whatever, whatever you believe or not about praise the
1: ten God, plagues. my friend. Yeah,
0: whatever you believe, I absolutely whatever you believe or not about the ten plagues. And I'm not talking about you. I'm like the editorial no. you, the editorial you, Allison, you not bad. Your, the listener you as well. So hey, whatever you believe about the ten plagues of uh, in that in Egypt, whatever you believe about them, one thing that's noticeable in all the plagues, the magicians, Pharaoh's magicians, could do the same thing. Except for when it came to creating life, the plague where he turned dust into lice or, or fleas or something like that, he turned yes dirt into life. Yes, the magician said, "This is the finger of God," and that is because the enemy cannot create. He is the father of lies. He comes to seeks. He comes to lie Deceit. steal and destroy. Right? You That's bet. destruction. And when you look at this world, when you look at this world, all the things that that cause pain, illness, war, fighting, strife, all those things are a result of the fall. That's where we're getting. Now we are circling back. These are all symptoms of the fall, right? And I don't want to hold on to the fallen earth. So when I look at revelations, I read scripture. And it's not just revelations alone. But when I look at the whole Bible, it all points to New Jerusalem. And there are there are descriptions of that. But you know what? That is John writing down what he saw. And I'm not going to pretend to to know it, right? That's just Uh, the way I'm not going to try to pretend to say, yeah, I got that knowledge because I don't know. But I know that Jesus is who he says he is. And he loves me the way he says he loves me. And it's as simple as that for me. And I love
1: it, Miguel. Thank you for being so honest, my friend.
0: Absolutely. Well, thanks for the question. I love it.
1: You're welcome. Anytime. Hey, I don't know if you know, but I've been a podcast host myself for a number of years.
0: Oh, yeah?
1: I used to do a podcast called Time for Hemp in the U.S. years ago when I was with LEAP, Law Enforcement Against Prohibition.
0: I have heard of that. Oh, you were? Really? Wow. Well, I
1: was with the old LEAP. So Law Enforcement Against Prohibition has changed its name now. But I was with the LEAP that was original from 2004, and I left in 2016. So what I did with LEAP was I spoke about all of these sorts of things on podcasts, but I hosted a number again, Time for Hemp, and another one, which I love in Canada here, called the Pace Radio Show. People advocating cannabis cannabis everywhere.
0: I is that, a, is that a Facebook group? It is. I, yes, am a it mem- is. I belong to that group. I, I like just it.
1: did another show with them as a guest just last mm-hmm. week.
0: Right. So, okay, so you yeah. want to tell people where they can find that?
1: Oh my goodness! You know what? Al Al Graham is the host, and he's the fellow who runs the podcast. I don't even know, but I know it's on YouTube, and I know again it's at Pace P A C E Radio in Canada, and again it's um, I'm not even sure if it's there's a website. I can't even think of it off the top of my head, Miguel.
0: I know but the Facebook definitely. group is is Pace. It's like it's an acronym. Capital letters yes. P A C E People Advocating Cannabis. Edu- everywhere. Or everywhere.
1: Education. I'm education. sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I can't remember gone. if it's everywhere
0: education. I think it's education, but if, you, if you can't find them on the Facebook uh, group, look for them on YouTube and where else on
1: YouTube? I believe it's YouTube. I know they're on a number of radio shows, probably like yourself. They've got different airwaves that they, you know, uh, go out on and do shows on. But Al Graham has been like me, he's been a big activist here in Canada for a number of years. Al and I go way back. But podcasts again, Miguel. I give you a ton of credit, my friend. I <laughs> know how difficult they can be. <laughs> and you're doing an amazing job.
0: Thank oh, thank you. you, Allison. I appreciate it. And I appreciate your time. And I thank appreciate you, your friend. I appreciate your time. And because and, your story is your story is really unique. I mean, uh, living with, I mean, your perspective on all this is is uh, it's amazing.
1: Uh,
0: it's like, you know what? You you sense that there's something greater than the material world. And you're you're not sure what it is, but you're like, I know it's there. I'm ready for it. And That's cool. That's (laughs) great. Well, thank you very much for your time, Allison. This is the Conversation Cannabis and Christianity podcast. My name is Miguel Torres and I'm your host. Our special guest is Allison Merton. Allison is a retired Canadian federal and provincial corrections officer. And she was also one of Canada's first medical marijuana patients in 1994. Thank you very much, Allison. Love you all.
1: Thank you. We love you too. Ha- thank you again. Have a wonderful day.
0: <laughs>
1: Bye.